You're tuning in to Vlog Boss Radio, episode 143. What's up, socials? Welcome back to Vlog Boss Radio. Today is Tuesday, May 1st, 2018, and you're listening to Even If We're Falling by Andre Aguado. You can get this track and many more for your vlogs and other content by subscribing to Epidemic Sound. Get your 30-day free trial by visiting vloglikeaboss.com slash music. We're really getting into it today. Later, we're going to be talking about how to get more attention on your vlogs. I'll be sharing tips with you like what's the best way to share your videos on social networks like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all those other wonderful places we love to hang out. The biggest mistake people make when they publish a video that reduces their traffic and how much is too much self-promotion. For those of you who don't know, my name is Amy Landino. I'm your host of Vlog Boss Radio, a show inspired by my book, Vlog Like a Boss, How to Kill It Online with Video Blogging. I'm also a YouTuber, public speaker, and entrepreneur vlogging since 2007. Here we are today, over a decade later, and video storytelling is taking the world by storm. That's why I'm here to share my experiences, ideas, strategies, and anything else you want to know, because clearly you're on the cusp of what's happening because you're here right now. Welcome to my audio oasis for the future vlog bosses. For even more value in going after the life you want, make sure you tune into my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash amytv. Well, I have to say a hello from my home, home, home office. Emphasis on the home. I don't know if you caught that there. In Columbus, Ohio, I am so happy to be in this moment right now. I have been traveling my little pants off. Well, ideally, probably not the case, not not traveling my pants off. But you get the point. I, I've just been all over the place. It's been so much fun. I've been trying to share my adventures as much as possible on Instagram and all the places, a little bit on YouTube as well. And, you know, it's keeps it, it keeps it very interesting. But I'm super pumped to be here for a few weeks because, quite frankly, I am a girl who loves a good ritual. I have many in my life, as most of you know, and uh, it's a really great way to stick to it when you stay home. It's a it's that constant that you could really, really use. I know that everybody's getting ready for the better weather, hopefully. I don't know where you are listening from, but in the Midwest, it's a little bit of a variable here. We're finally starting to see better temperatures, the shining, shining sun. And I know that that is going to be exciting for everyone. Summer activities, spring activities, they're all around the corner. And you know what? That makes content creation even more fun. There's so many more things to experience, so many more things to see. I challenge you to think outside of your box as we continue to talk today and in these podcasts along the lines here. How can you leverage the beauty that is the outdoors, the beauty that is fun activities? What is your team doing? What is your family doing? What is something that you could share with the online world that would just show a little bit of who you are as a human? Because that's what we're trying to do here with personal branding. And I want to challenge you to think about that. You know, it's really easy for us to sit at our computers and strategize and make notes in our bullet journals and do all the necessary steps. But, you know, 
a little trip outside, even this girl who's deathly afraid of getting any sun exposure whatsoever gets that you need a little bit of vitamin D and that time outside is a great opportunity to get the wheels turning in a different way and maybe observe some things that would brighten up your online presence a little bit. I know I'm constantly just looking for bright colored flowers to put on my stories on Instagram because they're perfect no matter what. Drop in a little motivational quote, maybe your top tip of the day. Now we're talking about some really fine, shareable Instagram content, my friends. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. We are going to be talking about that a little bit later, how we can leverage these different places to share our videos, but I wanted to get the wheels turning now. Before we dig in, I just want to let you know the sponsor of this episode. It is brought to you by Vlog Like a Boss, the masterclass. That's right, my masterclass. We are giving full cred for this podcast being possible. This four-week program is for ambitious people who want to go after the life they want and leverage video blogging to make it happen. Discover pro tips and strategies how to present yourself to the viewer for an authentic experience, the best camera gear based on your preference and budget, video editing tactics that retain the audience attention, YouTube search optimization, and so much more. I've gotten such great feedback on this masterclass. It is the perfect complement and next step. If you read the book and if you really want to dig into video, because obviously you can't learn everything about video in a book, you know, you need some video action to help with the video action. So that's what the masterclass is great for. Visit vlabmasterclass.com for details on how you can sign up and get started at your own pace. It's a four week program, but you can go at your own pace and watch everything on replay. It's completely up to you how it goes. Go to vlabmasterclass.com. That's vlabmasterclass.com for details. But now you know we got to get into the good stuff for today. So in just a couple minutes, we're going to be digging into how to get more attention on your vlogs. I know everyone is dying to know this, but first, you know what time it is. It's time for your Vlog Boss gear recommendation of the day. Here on Vlogboss Radio, I like to recommend a little something to the future of Vlogboss. It could be gear, software, a widget, or anything to keep you motivated to go after the life you want while leveraging video to make it happen. Today's recommendation is the InShot app. That's I-N-S-H-O-T. The app is both in the App Store and Google Play. Yes, Android. Yes, I checked for you this time. Congratulations. I love this app because it allows you to do quite a bit of editing on the go on your phone and I typically do not opt into something like that, but it has been my favorite for editing videos into Instagram stories that look just a little bit cooler than everyone else's. One thing I like to do is use my iPhone screen recording software to record me writing on a photo, and I will take the recording of that video and put it in InShot so I can crop it and make it look just right, maybe add any other bells and whistles that I need to, and then upload that video to Instagram stories and it's kind of trippy because people think I'm actually handwriting with the Instagram tools in Instagram story and it looks amazing. 
amazing. I'm going to record a little tutorial for you on this. It's going to be in the show notes. It's going to be easier for you to understand if you go in there and watch. So go and check that out by tapping on your artwork and clicking into the show notes so that you can watch this tutorial and see why you totally need this app. You can find out about more video gear that I recommend by checking out the Vlog Like a Boss gear guide. That's at vloglikeaboss.com slash gear guide. And that was your Vlog Boss gear recommendation of the day. All right, our chat today is how to get more attention on your vlogs. This is the top of everyone's mind, especially any content creator whatsoever, whether we're talking about podcasts, video, anything, blog posts. It seems like the number one concern is getting more exposure. And we are in a crazy situation right now in the state of social media. It has changed so much since these little monsters showed up so many years ago. When Facebook and Twitter first showed up on the scene, we didn't really think much of them then and now we rely on them heavily and therefore things have changed and you can't just share something somewhere and get traction if you have a following. This is not going to be a surprise to a lot of people, but there are some things that you can do to really understand what you need to do in order to be able to stand out because it is still possible if you're willing to do the work. I'm sure you knew what I was going to say just now. <laughs> but let's talk about this. Like first and foremost is Facebook. Facebook and let's say YouTube if you are a creator for sharing video on YouTube and that is your main hub, you're very familiar with the fact that YouTube links are not killing it on Facebook. And there's a really good reason for that. And the more you understand it and the more you respect it and find other ways to work with it, you will really start to see success. But the first step is understanding. You see, Facebook and YouTube both make money on their own platforms. There's no mistake about that. And so therefore, all of the content that's being shared to it by anyone, whether it's a brand, it could be a person, it really doesn't matter. It is considered content that helps facilitate the ability for those networks, Facebook and YouTube, to continue to make money from its advertisers. So what happens is there's attention that is being brought to the platform. Your content that you share keeps that attention on the platform and that allows the ads to run. But the moment that the attention is gone is the moment that the advertisers are no longer being seen. So in other words, if you want to keep these two networks happy, let's say you're trying to grow a YouTube channel. If you want to make that platform happy, YouTube, then you need to keep people on YouTube so that your channel can grow. Same thing with Facebook. If you would like more organic reach with your Facebook posts, then you've got to keep people on Facebook.com. When you try to plant a YouTube link on a Facebook post, profile status update or something like that, a brand page update, the reality is that you may get a few clicks out of that for the select few who have notifications turned on and absolutely love everything you do. But because the purpose of that post is sending people away from the platform, meaning people on Facebook will click on it and then go to YouTube to watch it. That means that that content is not going to even show up a lot of the time in the newsfeed. So really keep that in mind. And that's where we have to get creative. Okay, let me tell you my strategy. If I'm sharing a video and I want all of my views to happen on YouTube and I'm going to let my Facebook audience know that that YouTube video exists, the best thing you can do is do something that is 100% 
100% Facebook friendly and give yourself a nod to the video, but don't make it a super, super clear call to action in terms of the link and the caption. So here's what I mean. You, as the human who is about to post something on Facebook, can absolutely point other humans to another thing. But if you do it with a link, it's going to automatically get penalized as a status update. If instead you decide to go live on Facebook and just have a real-time conversation with your community, you can say, hey guys, I posted a new, a new video today on my YouTube channel and I just wanted to chat with you about it for a little bit and just allow it to be sort of maybe a real-time Q&A or just a chatty video that doesn't accomplish the exact same thing as what you posted, but is certainly a great compliment to it. It's called repurposing. Don't recreate the wheel. Talk about the same thing that you talked about on your YouTube channel. It's a completely different context. It's a different format. You're entertaining comments and you're talking to people in real time and all the while while you're on there, you're letting people know there is a new video on my YouTube channel and then you shout out the URL or something along those lines, but you're not actually typing it anywhere and allowing yourself to be the thought leader and calling direct action to the thing and saying, hey, you should go check that out is way better than calling action to it before you even have that conversation. Your live video is much more likely to perform better overall in the newsfeed, if it is a true authentic live video with maybe a couple of words in the caption that maybe are the topic you want to discuss or a hello or anything really short and sweet in the caption just to get people engaged. The other thing I recommend, if you want this live stream to really work for you, we want to get as much traction on the newsfeed as possible. So get them to comment, you know, be polling the audience, ask them questions that require an answer, even if it's a yes or no answer. The more people are engaging by actually typing in comments or liking the status of the pro, of the update or or just kind of giving you hearts, there's lots of different options now on Facebook. Every time a user does that, it further engages them with your brand page and they're more likely to see your content in the future as well as lifting this content up over the long term. So that's a really great example of how do you leverage what's available to you on Facebook without having to pay to play every single time. I usually don't recommend people promote content on Facebook unless it's directly going to help you on the bottom line of your business. So for instance, I might pay to promote a post on Facebook that would um, have more people sign up for my webinar because from that webinar attendance, I'm going to make money with certain parts of my business. But if I'm just promoting a video, sure, I could make some money on that video, but I may not see that direct ROI, so I'm probably not going to pay to promote it. So organic reach is super, super important. So keep that in mind there. Twitter is another great example of one that is uh, in my opinion, not as real time as it used to be. And I think this is evident based on the fact that everyone is switching to algorithms. So on Twitter, we want to be just as creative, making sure that you take the very best moment of your YouTube video and uploading it to Twitter because that news feed is going to allow you to grab some attention with a uh, with a natively uploaded playing video. It hopefully is not going to rely too much on audio because likely the people listening are not going to be able to hear it, but you can put the YouTube video link 
in your Twitter tweet and upload a video to it. So it grabs attention and it makes people want to click the link to watch the entirety of the video. Don't be afraid to share the best moment. These are really, really great ideas that nobody uses because they're afraid to spoil it or they just want people to watch the whole thing because they think it's so important. People don't have time. So even if you can't get them to click over to watch the entire video, if you engaged them with this really, really short snippet on Twitter, that's going to help your Twitter presence. That's going to help you get more organic reach there. Next time you share a video, maybe there will be that click through from that person, but you'll get in front of them because you got creative in the first place. So really, really important to think about. Now let's talk about my favorite. My favorite right now is Instagram. I, I really love Twitter, longtime lover of Twitter. I've been sort of here and there and eh with Facebook and, and Facebook's cool and everything, but Instagram is to take Subi Zimmerman's words. Instagram is my jam. I absolutely love it just because there's so many features available to you and the contexts vary so much, but they help each other so much. First pro tip here is don't worry about sharing your video in a post on Instagram unless you have some wham, bam, amazing, visually compelling moment that takes up about 10 seconds, it's not going to be worth posting as an Instagram post. Take a photo from the video or a photo that you took during the process of the video, something that looks really crisp and amazing, a really good photography, and make that your post on Instagram that calls action to your video. That's my advice there. But I've been having way more fun in stories because there's so much you can do. Today's it's a gear recommendation, but it's really just an app. The recommendation I gave you today in shot is a one just one way that you can get creative with the types of videos you can upload to stories and the very small steps you have to take right now to set yourself apart on Instagram stories are so massive when it comes to engagement. All I'm really doing most of the time is going into word swag and creating a graphic that has like a pretty background on it and making sure it's in the layout of an Instagram story so it's going to upload perfectly. Maybe adding some words to the screen, maybe adding a photo to the screen. So maybe it's a photo from my video. And then I use the Instagram typing options to add text or I'll color on it with the Instagram brushes and things like that. So you're adding a little bit of custom flair but you're using the same type of tools that other people use who follow you on Instagram. So it's still very relatable. My favorite thing on Instagram, and I mean, like I don't use it enough, but it is so genius, is the little color dropper. You can literally use any color you want in your Instagram stories, whether you're typing or whether you are um, writing with the actual brushes or pens, you can use the little dropper to find a color that's in your photo or in your video and make it totally custom the experience. I love this feature so much. And I'm also loving just custom video uploads to Instagram. I will typically do a four to five video series on Instagram stories when I have a new video come out. So what does that look like? Video gets done, upload to YouTube, done. Now I'm going to create a couple of new files, 10 second long 
five of them maybe, maybe six. It depends on how many good things I had to say. But five or so little series of clips that are 10 seconds long that help me promote my video. And I am really making those in Final Cut Pro a lot of the time. So if you're wondering about that, you can just make an Instagram story file, which is 1080 by 1920 which is the opposite of HD. So your normal videos will be 1920 by 1080. You're just turning it sideways. And if you export in that ratio and you drag your video in there and you take the best 10 second clip and you export it and then you drag that to your phone and upload it to Instagram stories, you have a really, really fun little series. If you wanna see what I'm talking about, you can see so many series that I've created for videos over the last few months by going to instagram.com slash I'll link that in the show notes. And and then go to my highlight that that's called Amy TV. Highlights are those little buttons on your actual profile itself. I have lots of buttons. Some of them are travel or being a boss. This one is called Amy TV and you can see all my little montages that I made to promote the video. I also have the swipe up feature, which is being able to link directly to something in your story when you have 10,000 followers or more. So if you're in that camp, that is available to you and makes those little montages even more fun. But if you you don't have swipe up, who cares? Link in bio is the other magic phrase. Swap out that link in your bio as much as possible. We are using these tools, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, to make relationships, to, to chat with people, to get to know them. So all that work you're doing, you can use these opportunities to let your content be a part of the conversation, not a random commercial that's happening throughout. Make it work with how you always do things. Otherwise, your community is going to be like, well, what the heck is this. I'm so confused. Your content should be a part of your brand and your personality, but there has to be personality in between if this is going to work. Okay. Don't just go to your social every time you have something to promote. Super, super important. You do not do that. Whew. Okay. I had to take a break there. I was so passionate. I just needed a sip of LaCroix and <laughs> refresh the palate a little bit. Okay. So just a couple of good ways to be sharing for you to think about. But I also want to talk about the biggest mistake people make when they publish a video that reduces their traffic. So just think you, you spent all this time and all these resources on getting the video done and it is done and it is awesome. And you upload it and you post it to the platform of your choice, maybe that's YouTube, and you're not really seeing the traction that you would like. And so you decide, okay, we'll just upload it everywhere. Let's upload it to Instagram, let's upload it to Facebook, Twitter, it's short enough for that, let's get it on LinkedIn, and you upload it everywhere. But I'm telling you, this is a huge mistake for multiple reasons, but one really big one is that it is going to reduce your traffic. Today, these days, 2018 and going forward, we have the ability now to say, these are the networks I'm on, come and follow me there. You can, be, you obviously need to be where your audience is, but you don't have to be on every single thing. It's not going to pay off for you. You need to be a rock star at one or two things instead of being mediocre at five things. So keep that in mind. And obviously that depends on your team and how much you can sustain what's going on. However, when you do upload that content and you post it verbatim everywhere, one thing that I don't like is that you made it for the context of one platform. So you're really not doing a solid for the rest of them. You're making it seem like they were the second choice. And two, 
you're not making people go to that main source. So oftentimes when creators come to me and they say, I want to grow a YouTube channel and then we get going, then they want to share their content everywhere because they're not getting enough eyeballs on their stuff on YouTube. And I say to them, you're never going to grow. You're absolutely never going to grow because you're showing everyone I'm going to be everywhere you can find me. You're going to find me. Don't worry. You don't have to go to the one place. My community knows that if they want to see my high grade content, they know for listening in their earbuds, they've got to go to the podcast and they're only going to go to that one place for the podcast. Sure, there's lots of different podcast players, but they're going to hear my podcast in one place. I'm not posting this verbatim someplace else. If they want to see my top notch content on YouTube, they're going to YouTube. It's not going to be verbatim on my Facebook page. It's not going to be someplace else. It's going to be its best experience in that space. There's also opportunity. You can share the stuff. I'm not saying you can never share the stuff anywhere else. In the past, anytime I've taken a YouTube video and repurposed it for Facebook, we mainly did this for the book launch in 2017 because obviously the goal there was let's get as many eyeballs on the book as possible. But the big thing was you cannot post a video that is meant for YouTube on the same day to everywhere else. Because the first couple of days on YouTube is so vitally important to the growth of that piece of content. Because you need to bring all eyeballs possible in those first couple of days so YouTube can really see what the trajectory for this content is going to be. So this is a huge mistake people make. They give up really quickly. They say, I have to get as many eyeballs on this as possible, and they post it in a million different places. If you need to get as many eyeballs on it as possible, here's a better tip. Stop forgetting to promote it after you make another one. I see this mistake all the time. Another big mistake that's reducing your traffic. You post video one, you get some views on it, you're disappointed, you post video two, you forget about video one altogether. You should be sharing every one of your videos as much as you can in the context of situations that make sense. So let's say I do video three and I reference video one. Okay, well, great. In the middle of video three, I'm going to casually mention the fact that hope you. I'm not sure if you saw video one, but we talked about this a little bit more in depth. So once you're done here, you should go back and watch there. Really reiterate that people can go back to your old stuff and watch and get a really great experience experience. It's a great way to build a relationship. It's a great way for you to get more views. And quite frankly, it's a great way to make YouTube happy because you are drawing in more and more and more and more watch time. So keep that in mind. And when I say YouTube in that situation, you're going to make everyone happy in that situation. We could be talking about Facebook. If it's easy enough for you to point people to another piece of content on Facebook, which I find to be kind of a nightmare sometimes, then do it because you're ultimately helping Facebook and Facebook likes to see that. And so you're really going to be in a good situation as the host page that made that happen. Finally, I want to touch on something that some people have been asking me recently, and I think it's a really good question because we all know that the noise is super real these days with how much content there is out there, how many brands there are out there, how many people are doing video, how many personal brands there are. So how much is too much self-promotion? My answer to this is that if you feel that what you're doing is self-promotion, then it's probably not in the true authentic voice that it should be. And like I said earlier, your content should be an extension of your brand, an extension of your personality. It should enhance the experience for your audience, not make it worse. 
So in my opinion, if you truly have created something that is designed for that perfect person who follows you and loves what you're doing and is committed, there is no such thing as too much self-promotion. However, there is too much for someone who is not a fit for you. So really take a look at those opportunities. We're going to get them sometimes when we're too big to count our comments, and we're going to get them sometimes when we read every single one of our comments, where somebody will say, oh my God, shut up. You said this a million times. I've seen it over and over. Thank you. Please go away. Look at their profile. Look at what they're all about. Are they your target demo? Are they the person you designed this for? Are they somebody who is negative across the board to everyone they talk to on their social, which is public and you can very well see and do research on to make yourself feel better? Let it go. You must put your best face forward and believe in what you're doing because no one else is going to jump on your train until it is cooking down the road. And so you got to represent yourself. And you must put yourself out there. And as long as you are authentic with how you communicate with your audience, and that is how you are promoting your content, there's no such thing as too much self-promotion. Those were my tips for today on how to get more attention on your vlogs. I would love to hear what you thought, if you have other ideas, if you think I missed anything, if you'd like to hear something in the future. I would like you to go to my latest Instagram post at instagram.com slash and post and say, hey, listen to 143 and here's what I think, or you can say thank you, or you can give a suggestion. I would love to hear all of it. So if you're listening to this right now, Open up Instagram and you can just do, hey, 143, and then leave your comment and I'll know exactly who you are and what the heck you're talking about. So please do that. I love to see your faces pop up on Instagram and I check out your photos and stuff too. So do it up. Hey, do you want to know my authority video formula? This is a blueprint for a great video every single time, no matter how early stages you are in the vlogging process. To receive this free mini course, leave your true and honest review of this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast player and send a screenshot of it to radio at vlogboss.com. We'll get it right over to you. Thank you so much for tuning into Vlogboss Radio. I appreciate it as always. If you want to discover your excellence in vlogging and building your personal brand, pick up a copy of my book, Vlog Like a Boss, found on Amazon and your favorite online stores. Visit vloglikeaboss.com for details. Subscribe for good vibes and remember to continue to go after the life that you want. Cheers. Hey, wait a second. Before you go, I just want to update you on something really quick. Do you want an extra update every week from me? Boss Notes is my brand new exclusive newsletter with bonus tips, tricks, products, and advice helping you continue to go after the life you want. It's a quick, easy, clickable read. And if you enjoy the value I share in my podcast and in my YouTube videos, you will definitely want to see what other tricks I have up my sleeve. To be one of the first to sign up, send an email from your preferred email address 
to radio at vlogboss.com with the secret word squad in the subject line. You will get the next newsletter that goes 